everybody and welcome to another episode of NatChat. Today we are joined by Roger Dickinson from Cisco and we're going to be talking all around sustainability and the data centres. So hi Roger, welcome to NatChat. Hey, okay, great actually, if first off, if you, if you wouldn't mind just giving us a bit of introduction about yourself and what you do at Cisco. Yeah, so uh, thanks for having me today. So I am Roger Dickinson. I'm a Cisco veteran of 24 years now. Uh, so I've done a number of roles within Cisco. The most recent uh, couple of roles, I was leading a developer advocacy team in the UK. Um, so where we had a real focus on emerging technology and, and I had a team of propeller heads making some really cool stuff and had the pleasure of working quite closely with Natilic um, during that time. And, uh, over the last 12 months, I've moved into our cloud infrastructure and software group. So I've got a focus on all things cloud and data center now. Yeah, brilliant. I, I love the fact that you've kind of gone through all the ranks of Cisco, especially on that like R&D and innovation side. And um, we're going to pick your brains about that in a little bit as well. But um, <laughs> the topic today, sustainability. Now, I don't think you can really open the internet at the moment without seeing the word sustainability. And there is a lot of talk about it, a lot of reports and a lot of greenwashing as well, which is going on, especially from a marketing side. Um, but, but why is it such an important topic and, and why now? Yeah, I think um, obviously just from a, a, a cultural perspective, obviously, um, climate, climate change, and the uh, environment is is a very important topic for a lot of people, a lot of governments now as well. But I think as um, individuals and organisations start to zero in on the causes around that, you suddenly see, particularly when you start looking at data centres, that they're a massive contributor to the problem. And I think data, I think the last statistic was four to five percent of all energy goes on data centers, whether that's, you know, sitting in a enterprise's own data center or it's, or it's cloud and public cloud. So everybody we're speaking to now, all of our customers, and if we get an RFP on an RFI, there's a huge section now on sustainability because most of our customers now have got specific goals that they need to start trying to hit around this. And then Cisco is an organization ourselves. We've got our own goals when it comes to sustainability and um, you know becoming carbon neutral, so I, th I think it, I think it's, it's it's a very positive movement, um, and it's it's something that uh, both our customers and vendors like Cisco really embrace it. Yeah, definitely. And you said a stat there about obviously around like four to five percent of energy um, being consumed by data centers. And to put that into perspective, I know you know when people go to think of an industry that has a really negative effect on the environment, they automatically think aviation, so like mm. air travel. Um, but actually the data centres, you know, all of the the storage and the compute and everything that's powering all the apps that we use day in, day out, is is rivaling that now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and you, you use the example of aviation. Obviously, at the moment, AI is very much um, in, in the news at the moment. And AI is very, as a technology, is, is very intensive when it comes to things like compute resource. And to train, um, I was reading some research a little while ago, 
for a, a moderately large AI model while it's being trained uses a huge amount of resource. And with the aviation an- analogy, it's saying it's equivalent to 60 flights between London and New York to train one moderately large model. So you can then start, when you start making these comparisons, you can start to see the, the, the extent of the problem because that's one model. And if you think at the moment with the explosion of a particular round generative AI, how many models are currently right at this moment being trained in cloud and in, in, in uh, data centers. So it's, it's a big issue. And it's as we embrace these technologies more and more, it's going to become more of an issue. Definitely. I think sometimes it can seem a bit of like an invisible mm. um, impact. You know, no one thinks when they're utilizing their app or that they're talking with chat GPT, they're actually how much compute how much storage like where is this happening and and what is the water that is being used to cool it it's a little bit out of sight out of mind um and we've had a few we we see a couple of trends we have a few clients who they've taken the approach of very initially like you know what we're going to decommission our data centers data centers got a bad rep you know very energy heavy you know utilize a lot of like carbon as well from that perspective and think oh, we're going to move everything into the cloud but as we know the cloud is just somebody else's data center Ooh. so it isn't necessarily always the most optimum solution to running more sustainable applications yeah absolutely absolutely and and you know when we look you know where we're using an ai app or just using any application on our phone it all really starts there so if you think about any application, it needs resources to run. So it needs compute, it needs networking. Um, and in order to deliver those resources, that costs you money, whether it's in a public cloud or whether it's in on your data center. And then you, then you start factoring in the cost to the planet for running that application. So you've got these three elements. You've got, you know, your cost, the resources and the sustainability elements, which, you know, our customers are, are juggling. And, but they're all inextricably linked together. So when, uh, when we do look at sustainability, some may view it as it's going to be a bit of a tax, but actually, um, you know, I was looking at some Gartner research and it's, it, when it comes to sustainability and, and optimizing those resources we use to deliver our applications, they're actually two sides of the same coin. So they're, they're what Gartner is suggesting. And, and we see this as well is that. If an organization has a priority to drive sustainability objectives, the byproduct of that is that they're going to be optimizing their assets, whether it's the data centers or those assets which are sitting inside those data centers. Or if they're looking, you know, because the budgets are getting tighter, um, they're looking to optimize those assets. The byproduct of that is they become more sustainable. So if you, if you think about, if you were to put this in the, a graph like a quadrant, you know, optimizing assets and sustainability goals will be top right for the biggest financial, positive financial impact and the biggest sustainability impact. So, so you're kind of, um, for one of a better phrase, killing two birds with one stone. You're optimizing your business and you're becoming more sustainable or vice versa. But that's the end result is you're getting both of those benefits. And that's what we're really focused on from a Cisco perspective is, is helping our customers achieve those optimization and sustainability goals. Definitely. And can you talk us through like some of the technology 
that is within the Cisco portfolio or coming in the Cisco portfolio that can actually be implemented to align to those goals? Yeah, so um, the, the group I work for, as, as I said, is, is primarily you know data center and cloud focused. So if you look in a data center, the, the biggest culprit for energy consumption is compute. And, and compute takes around 43% um, of all power within the data center, which is by far the, the, the biggest amount. And then you, you've got another 43%, which is of power in there, which or energy, which is being used to call that compute as well. So, so that's one of the primary areas we're looking at is, is how can we drive down um, the impact that compute is having? So how can we optimize that? Um, and that's where we've got a solution. We, we, I think it's about 18 months ago, we released released it UCSX, which is our, our flagship compute um, platform. Now, this, this platform was designed with sustainability in mind. Everything from the packaging as it's shipped, where we source the components, so where we, we minimize the use of plastic, but where we do use plastic, 60% of it is, is recycled plastic. So just from the supply chain of it, and then you get into the design of the actual unit, um, it's, it's designed um, for maximum airflow, so it's efficient, very efficient when it comes to airflow. We were able to, um, rather than calling the whole thing, we can call it in zones. So where it needs calling, we can call it. Where it doesn't, we can we can pull back. So we're not using fans and, and accelerating fans where it doesn't need to um, happen. It's built in a modular fashion. So the, with modularity, I can prolong the lifespan of the actual platform itself. So I can swap out modules and put new the latest gpus and cpus in there um but i'm not every three years having to go and buy and source a brand new box and, and that whole supply chain starts over again so by the actual hardware we're putting in we're looking from a sustainability perspective and then how you manage it as well is really important so having that visibility so we're bringing in we have a, we have a tool that manages our compute platforms called intersight and that does all the operations from day zero, day one, day two operations. But we're, we're releasing, which will probably be in the new year now, uh, some sustainability specific dashboards. So you can see down to component levels, the impact that your compute is having and, um, uh, adjacently the impact running the application is having, um, we're sitting in a data center. Yeah. So, so you, I was going to say, I think that's really important as well, because one of the challenges uh, businesses are finding is the accountability element of it and the reporting. So being able to actually have the visibility on a dashboard for each element within your data center is only going to make the life of your your, your CFO, your chief sustainability officer, these KPIs, targets of having to report on how sustainable the technology is. The roles are definitely diversifying um, yeah. on who it lands on, on whose table it lands on at the end of the day. But having that accountability within a dashboard would be phenomenal. Yeah, and as you, you mentioned earlier, some um, some customers will be moving their applications into public cloud. And although they have to report on the public cloud sustainability uh, metrics as well, what as a customer, what you need to be able to do is make that comparison. So if I'm going to deploy an application, you can, if you've got that kind of visibility available to you, those insights, you can actually say, 
where is the best place to deploy my application? Is it, and, and I can measure that from a financial cost perspective for uh, a performance perspective for the application, and now also from a sustainability. So I can make that comparison between public cloud and uh, on you know your data center or maybe at an edge location. But then it can, you've got that visibility, so you can make, start making those informed decisions, which in turn obviously feed back into those KPIs and those objectives from a sustainability and optimization perspective the business is trying to hit. So, yeah, when, when we look at what the, the kind of results we're getting back, you know, we're seeing you know, 31% less uh, uh, power draw using UCSX compared to previous generation um, of our compute platform. We're seeing a 61% less physical footprint. So when you start actually transposing those numbers into, remember we said, you know, 43% power draw in the data center and the calling, associated calling, you know, suddenly taking 30% off that is a massive, massive um, uh, a benefit that we can we can see. And the other, just the other element is on the compute side is we have a we have a solution as part of Intersight where we can optimize your application. So we're looking at the the workload itself, and we're driving resource utilization. So we're reducing that footprint, but at the same time we're maximizing the um, performance of the application as well. So we're not delivering, so we're not only delivering efficient infrastructure, but we're optimizing it um, in real time. No, and I think that is that is where the industry is going. Like you say, it's that two sides of the same coin, sustainability mm-hmm. and optimization. And if you were to predict, like look into a little crystal ball, what do you think you know, the next couple of years will look like, what challenges do you think are going to face us as an industry and as businesses in regards to sustainability in the data centre? Yeah, well, I think so from a, from a data centre perspective, we spoke about that visibility. I think that's going to be key um, to achieving those goals. So within a specific domain, so we just spoke about compute. So we're going to have those sustainability dashboards from a compute perspective. We're doing the same when it comes to the networking. So while, while from a hardware perspective, you know, with um, uh, innovations around the silicon and we, we, we can drive down the, the cost, the, the watt per gig as, as, as uh, data travels across your network. And again, we're building these dashboards into that project, but you get these different domains, don't you, within the data center and different silos. So one of the important things is how you bring all of this together as well to have have that you know that compound effect um all that visibility so we've actually got a, a, a we announced at cisco live recently went ga which is now called fso platform which is a which is a, a a platform where we can take in telemetry from any source as a, any source and we can transpose that to open telemetry which is a, a open source a standard base of pulling that telemetry in and then once we get that all that telemetry from any sources. So it could be from a sensor in the data center. It could be from a compute. It could be from a credit card transaction, right? We can start building um, across that data. We can start querying it and building models across it. And then we can expose that. So then I can now start to um, correlate all of these different data sources and then build custom applications or dashboards to actually visualize and surface that data. So we had examples of, of um, you know, tracking credit card transactions. Um, we've got, well, it's one of the applications we have on there. But actually, 
you why not actually for a credit card transaction or using an app on your phone you can actually see the full end-to-end sustainability impact across there and that kind of technology is is now available for organizations to start to leverage so i think in order to fix a problem you've got to be able to see it so i think that observability is whether you know as i said that can be any source it could be a smart building it could be a data center it could be a, a business transaction of some description i think that's going to be key over the next few years i couldn't agree more i think as as a community as a society as well we're wanting to know how we can personally make an impact and having data and visibility down to you know that granular would would be yeah. phenomenal so yeah well, thank you so much for joining us today, Roger. It's been really interesting to hear what Cisco are doing and your thoughts around the topic. And hopefully we'll invite you back soon to hear the latest and greatest of the developments coming out of Cisco. Yeah, I'd love to. Thanks very much for the opportunity to speak to you. Thanks, Ailey. Mm-hmm.